Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Parenting Daily, Episode 197, Family Issues, Tension Between Your Parents and Your Spouse, by Dr. Laura Dabney of drldabney.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. My name is Greg Audino, I'm your host and narrator, and I'm so glad to have you here with me once again. Now today's post is going to be of a slightly different tone, a slightly different pace, but when we consider the role that parenting plays in our lives, it's not always about raising our kids. We also need to tend to the relationships we have with our own parents, who can sometimes be at odds with our spouse. The article I'm sharing today will help you navigate this very subject, so let's give Dr. Laura's work the floor and optimize your life. Family Issues, Tension Between Your Parents and Your Spouse by Dr. Laura Dabney of drldabney.com Should you choose your family or your relationship? How to resolve family issues between your parents and your spouse? Let me start with the story about a good guy trying to do right by the people he loved. Tony came from a great family and was happily married. Tony loved his parents and his siblings. He loved his wife and his kids. He was a lucky guy. So it drove him nuts that whenever he and his wife spent time with his family, they ended up fighting the entire drive home. She didn't like their comments about the kids or the gifts they gave or the unhealthy food. Whatever happened during the visit, his wife would find a way to be unhappy about it. Tony felt the pressure of what felt like family issues. He remembers finally yelling at her, overcome with rage. It's so unfair. You actually make me dread spending time with them. He just wanted everyone to be happy. And more often than not, we're just like Tony. We want the best for the people we love. So why does his dilemma seem so impossible to resolve? The issue wasn't that Tony didn't love his parents or his wife enough. The issue wasn't that his wife was unreasonable. The problem wasn't even that his parents were at fault. The issue was that Tony wasn't prioritizing his marriage over his relationship with his family, which, in return, was causing the family issues. I see the same conflict play out every week in my practice. Regardless of the specifics of a situation, I tell my patients that to resolve this conflict, we must remember two truths. Number one, if we want to keep our marriage, our marriage must always come first. And number two, we don't owe our parents anything. My patients can't help but argue with me. They say, but Dr. Dabney, my parents did so much for me. I don't want to seem ungrateful. My parents are getting older. They need my help. I don't want to be mean. I don't want them to think I don't love them. They'll make me feel guilty. It's expected of me. That's just how things are in our family. They don't mean the things they say. 
my wife just misinterprets everything. And she just needs to suck it up. Yes, there may be some truth to all of these statements, but let's go back to the fundamentals. We can't be everywhere at once. It's not possible to make everyone happy. We can't live according to the rules of the past and expect to thrive in the present. We can't have one foot in our childhood and one foot in our marriage. This will set us up for family issues. We have to prioritize, and that may mean stepping into an uncomfortable zone with our family for the good of our marriage. As difficult as it may be to accept, we do not owe our parents anything. For better or worse, they did their job. Period. When we elect to have children, we, the adults, take on the responsibility for their care and safekeeping. It is not, however, a tit-for-tat agreement between parent and child. How can it be? The child is given no choice of parents, no choice of where or how they're raised. Parents assume the responsibility for bringing a child into adulthood, but the deal ends there. However we choose to act with our parents once we're adults is just that, a choice. We did, however, make significant promises to our spouse. We promised intimacy and faithfulness and longevity by saying, this is it, I'm yours. We made a choice. Therefore, when we don't put him or her first, we are effectively saying, I don't love you as much as I love my family. And that is being unfaithful, pure and simple. That's what happened in Tony's marriage. His wife hated how his parents and siblings felt free to share their opinions about the kids and their parenting. Even more, she was deeply hurt by Tony's refusal to stand up and stop it. One day she told him, It's as if you care more about not wanting to upset your family than you care about how their comments make us feel. Tony was a good guy. He didn't want to be mean or seem ungrateful. Tony didn't want his wife to hurt. He didn't want to pick a fight with his parents. Yet ultimately, he didn't want to lose his marriage. Tony had to face up to his family, adult to adult, which he did, eventually. It wasn't comfortable. He did not enjoy it, but the fights with his wife stopped, and that felt infinitely better for both of them. You just listened to the post titled, Family Issues, Tension Between Your Parents and Your Spouse, by Dr. Laura Dabney of drldabney.com. And what a great read from Dr. Laura today, so incredibly important. And to me, it really pulls in questions of what commitments we have to ourselves and others alike. Because the two opposing forces, uh, if you will, parents and spouse in this article, can be replaced by any other relationships very easily. And when we do this, we can remind ourselves of our own hierarchy. Do we ideally put our marriage ahead of our parents? Yes. Do we ideally put ourselves ahead of our parents? Yes. Do we ideally put our marriage ahead of our friends? Yes. We can get so clouded by certain attachments and obligations and what we feel others will tolerate that these lines can get muddy very quickly. It's certainly that way for me. You know, I have such a hard time putting myself and my own needs above the needs of most people I care about because I pride myself on being flexible so they can be kept happy. And sure, some of this is good, you know, going with the flow and considering the needs of others, but it also gets me in trouble because it clearly stems from some type of fear of abandonment if I were to upset the people that love me. And it makes it hard to make decisions only for me sometimes, which can clearly get in the way of growth. So do come back to this article if you find yourself losing sight of which relationships to prioritize. I know I will. That's it for this one, though, everybody. Again, what a good one. It hit home for me, and I really hope it did for you, too. I'm going to get out of here for now, but thank you so much for joining, and do be sure to come on back tomorrow for more.
I'll see you there, where your optimal life awaits.